1: What you can do to improve the turkey hunting habitat on your land. Today we're going to look at three big tips and more. And welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Canitas, and today we're going to talk about three top turkey hunting habitat improvements. These are things you can do to improve your land and where you hunt and the area that you have available to you to make it more conducive for turkeys to be there and to be huntable. So there's a lot more than three. We're going to look at three top ones that you can do. We're going, to t- we're going to cover some other ones on this episode, but they're not really things that you can do a lot about, so we're not going to spend a lot of time there. I want to focus on things that are practical, things that are easy, things that are straightforward, things that new hunters can do that they can invest their time in to get the biggest bang for your hour and for your buck. So they say that turkeys are one of the most wily and wary and formidable prey, um, you know, for any hunter of all of the different game species in North America that you could go after. Particularly the eastern wild turkey seems to be considered the most sporting. Now, this may be true. Um, there, there may be some leg- So turkeys, may have been elevated to legendary status in some areas, maybe more than they deserve but they are a you know definitely a complicated animal to to learn and to hunt and they're fun and exciting and unpredictable at times but the bottom line is they need basic things just like any other animal just like people do and if you can understand the basics you can go a long way and you can get a lot accomplished to improve your habitat so you know number 1 the probably the biggest thing turkeys need food they need to eat they have to have food they need it year round we're talking about turkey season we're usually talking about spring turkey so we're going to spend the most time talking about um you know spring turkey season and spring turkey hunting but some of these things will apply to the fall too there's just more focus and impetus in the spring so when we talk about food we're talking about what food that is available for them in the springtime so that you can have birds on your land now you could have great land but if you have no food you have no turkeys you could have um, terrible land and if you have food you can have turkeys or if you just have better food than the the surrounding land areas you can draw turkeys you can do a lot of things wrong but still draw turkeys if you have food now my new hunter Habitat Philosophy is that new hunters should not be spending time or money planting people food for animals. Ought not be doing it. It's it's too much time, too much energy, too much money being poured into it for annual crops. Um, planting corn, planting wheat, planting brassicas, planting whatever for deer or turkey. Uh, it's just more than new hunters ought to get into. You ought to be focusing your time on hunting. You ought to be focusing your money on getting set up with some you know, initial gear and equipment and things like that. You should not be pouring yourself into planting people food for animals. But there are things you can do that are low cost, low work, low impact that can impact food. Now, what do turkeys like to eat? Well, they're big on mass crops. They like acorns. They like tree nuts. They like, they'll even eat pine nuts. They like anything that grows on a tree that is mashed or a nut or, or something that is protein and calorie rich, they are into it. Now that's complicated because you can't just go out and plant oak trees uh, and that impact your hunting season this year or next year, or the year after that, or 10 years after that, because they can take a lot of time to develop and grow to the point where they start to drop mast, let alone any appreciable amount. So if you own land, or you have permission to hunt on land, or you're on public land, or family land, or wherever it is, if there's not oak trees there, if there's not mast trees on the land, there's very little you can do about that. Now, I will say this there are some varieties of oak trees that grow faster, that can produce mast, can drop acorns in as little as five years. So, that could be something to consider. Um, You know, if it is land that you own, or that's in the family, or that you have reasonable certainty will be in your future, the ability to hunt there then you may want to consider seeing if there are varieties of oaks like that that'll live and prosper in your area. But there are some oaks that usually don't grow as tall, but they grow fast and they mature quickly. The acorns usually aren't the same quality as your red oaks or your white oaks might be, um, especially for deer's taste. But for turkey, they don't seem to mind as much, and deer will still eat them. They will still happily be drawn to them, if they if there's not something better available, so if you don't have any mash trees, you might want to consider planting some of those uh, hybrid variety oaks, and some of them I think oh is it Japanese oaks? So there's a, there's a few different kinds, and you know if you Google it you pull some information up. You just have to look at what grows in your area in terms of things like that. Now. I'm not really advocating you do that, right? You're a new hunter. You've maybe done this for a year or two or three, or maybe you're just new to this kind of hunting. And uh, you know, a five-year play is a long-term game. You know, you may not even be sure that you really like this kind of hunting yet. You know, you may not even be sure that you like turkey hunting or that you're going to want to do it five years from now. So, you know, tree planting is for the future, uh, especially mass trees. Now, if you're going to plant crabapple trees or plum trees or something like that, those trees can produce fruit much faster. Well, maybe not much faster than five years, but you can plant a two or three year old tree and in two or three years you can start to get some crop. But it's going to be more years until it's producing enough fruit to really make an impact or a difference, especially come springtime. Fruit trees tend to... Uh, You know, they they bear their fruit in the fall, and then come springtime, whatever's left over is not usually much once the deer get through with it, Uh, because you have fewer fruits that are larger, they're perishable, they're soft mass. you know, apples and peaches and stuff, they're going to rot and be gone before winter sets in most of the time if the deer don't get them, or the fall turkeys don't get them. So... Those kind of things might help you in the fall for fall turkey season, but for the spring, not such a not such a big help. So you need to, to weigh that out in your mind. What that can do is is help influence turkey populations uh, to be in your area more and on your land more just in general, and thereby increasing the odds they may still be there in the spring. But that's not going to create a big any draw for them in the spring, really. So helpful for the fall but not really the spring mass crops however acorns and such oftentimes you you'll get you know those will survive through the winter and in the spring and turkeys will be looking for those extra hard whenever they're hungry especially if you got squirrels burying them in the ground and stuff like that they're looking for anything they can find so um like i said the the, your best chance there is a five-year play so that's not really what i'm advocating that you do you know, at this point. Other options, and I think the, the, the best option for the new turkey hunter is the same best option for the new deer hunter, and that's to plant clover. Clover is a great crop for deer and turkey. It's very high in protein. In fact, people eat it as a survival food. You have to boil it first, otherwise it can really be hard to digest. But clover actually is very high in protein. People put it in salads and stuff uh, because of that. And deer and turkeys can be big on clover. So you can plant clover once and it lasts for five years, maybe more. I mean, if you plant a field of clover or a quarter acre of clover, there's still gonna be clover there 10 years from now. It just may not be a full field of it. Other stuff might move in. Or maybe it'll take root real good and push other stuff out. Hard to say. It depends on the area and the sun and the soil and and all of that. But clover is a really nice crop. It's cheap. You can get a, a bag of um, you know the most the, the most high-end, high-tech, technologically advanced, bio-engineered, certified, already bound with moisture-absorbing materials clover that'll plant a quarter acre plot or a half acre plot for like 30 bucks. So for 30 bucks you can get enough seed to to do that and it's a perennial. It keeps coming back. That's key. You know, it, it, it's cheap and it keeps coming back. It's there all year round. It helps in the spring, it helps in the summer, it helps in the fall, whenever there's no snow on the ground in the winter, it can help them and it can really bring and attract turkeys to an area. It has more benefits than that too, which we'll talk about later. So that's that's probably the top recommendation in terms of what's the fastest way to add some food attraction. Now, it may not have the same level of attraction as if you plant a cornfield and then, you know, drive an ATV through it to knock down the stalks but not harvest it and so that the turkeys can eat it through the winter and into the springtime but then you're planting fields that you're not even harvesting just for animals and you got to do it every year and it takes time and it takes resources and it takes watering and it takes fertilizer and on and on and on and that is just not conducive i think to the new hunter philosophy so plant some clover um some some mashed trees can be a nice long-term strategy but you know, creating food, creating attraction. Um, Other things that turkeys eat, bugs, grubs, um, uh, uh, grasshoppers, things like that, things that a a low field or something like that will attract and, and, you know, make a good place for. So planting clover can also create habitat for some of those insects to be in that they can also forage for. So you got to have food. Now water is also important, but water is harder to do as a habitat improvement. You know, you either have water on your property or you don't. Maybe you can, you know, get a get a few wheelbarrows full of dirt, and you could uh, dam up a little stream or something to make a pond. But there was already a stream there, and if there was a stream there, they could have drank from the stream, so they don't really need the pond. So there's either water around or there's not, or you could. If there's some springs, you could create a collection point to maybe focus that water and that water attraction. But like I said, it was either already there or it wasn't. Unless you're going to dig a hole and put in a water tank, like a, you know, a 100-gallon or a 200-gallon plastic tank and just cut it in half, set it in the ground, and then truck in water and fill it up. Uh, that's a strategy for deer. If there's no water on your property whatsoever or no water close by, you might want to consider that, but I'm not really recommending that at, you know, for, for new hunters or most of the time. It's going to be rare that there's no water anywhere close by, and you need to go through the process of adding it and bringing it in. So number one is food. You can get food. Number two, turkeys need cover. Got to have it got to have cover. Turkeys love open hardwoods. They do. They like to, to hang out and lounge about and talk and chill and, um you know, hook up in the springtime, but they need cover. Hens especially. When they're spooked, when there's predators, when they want to nest, there's got to be cover. Turkeys need places they can hide. There's nowhere they can hide It's going to be, they're they're just not going to be attracted to an area. So you got to have cover. Uh, It's just, it's got to be there. Without cover, you're going to have a hard time holding turkeys.
0: Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA. We make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, MidwayUSA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com.
1: So the best ways to make cover is you got trees, you got big trees, take some trees down sunlight has got to hit dirt for there to be cover sunlight has got to hit dirt that's the number one thing so if you've got you know if you have a lot of just you know you've got mature hardwoods on your property um you know turkeys like mature hardwoods but there's got to be some cover some pockets of cover mixed into that so you can go through you can find non-mass producing trees trees that have minimal turkey value minimal deer value and then you can just cut down a patch of those uh you know a patch here and a patch there you don't even need to haul them out you can just cut them down you could do hinge cuts uh you know to to bring them down and then they're going to grow out sprouts from the sides for a couple years and they're going to create cover You're going to let sunlight in, you're going to get regeneration, you're going to get briars and thorns and whatever comes up there, grasses and things, things that are going to be too thick for you to want to walk through. That's exactly what you need is some pockets of that, Um, especially near food sources. That helps as well. Now, the other thing that you need, so number one's food, number two's cover, number three, turkeys love space. They like fields. They like open areas. They, they like to come out and to walk around and look for food and peck and socialize and strut and play. They like open areas with fields. Doesn't have to be huge open areas. Doesn't have to be 100 acres. Doesn't have to be 10 acres. Doesn't have to be one acre. You know, a nice little quarter acre or even a, an eighth of an acre little little clearing where stuff is low they can come out and, and loaf and peck at the ground and look for bugs especially if you've maybe planted some clover there wink wink you've created an open area and then you've put clover there and that's going to keep uh, tall stuff from growing that's going to keep you know big things from from being in there and you can even mow that if you want to if you want to try to keep it lower usually maybe you know you don't really need to in the springtime, but They need fields. Now, the biggest thing about fields is that hens are going to be attracted to fields and cover that is next to fields or openings. Um, they, They like cover that's right next to openings. They want to nest in that cover because the number one food item for poults in most areas, baby turkeys, is grasshoppers. And where you find grasshoppers? In grass. Where don't you find grass? In the middle of hardwoods. You, you got open areas, you got places where there's going to be grass, where there's going to be forage, there's going to be grasshoppers. Uh, I've known of people, they've um, you know discovered abandoned poults, or the mother died, or, or whatever happened. So they've got, whatever, maybe a half dozen of these baby turkeys. What do they feed them? They will literally take a screen, like, uh, like from a screen door, wrap it across the front of a pickup truck, drive that pickup truck through a field, bring it back in and then pick all the grasshoppers out of the screen and feed those to the baby turkeys. That's, that's one of the number one things you can do. So hens are going to look for areas like that where they can nest, where they can raise poults. Small clearings are good and when there's predators, when there's hawks, when there's things, then they can all scramble into the thick cover. So it's excellent if you can have some open areas that are that are low especially in the springtime they're going to green up and grass up uh, once the rain really kicks in there and you get in early summer and late spring Uh, hens love those kind of areas and where there's hens there's toms where there's hens there's gobblers gobblers are going to go where the hens are so those kind of things and it all works together right you need cover and you need clearings cover next to the clearings is great um you know hardwoods are good turkeys like hardwoods but you can't exactly go out and make hardwoods and you know stands of mature timber you just you're not gonna be you know that's that's you're in the same problems with you are with the acorns that's a a 10 plus year play what you need what you can do though is you can create clearings you can create areas um that are were conducive to cover you can even plant cover if you really want to you could plant some switchgrass um, you know, in an area along a, a field's edge or something you but all you really need to do is get sunlight to dirt. if sunlight hits dirt and you don't plant anything, cover will appear. that's just the way it is so within a you can within a year you can transform a, a dead parcel. you can transform it it doesn't have to be a huge piece of land you've got ten acres you can transform a few dead acres into an ideal turkey habitat. All you got to do, you got to clear some area. Not a huge area. You got to clear some. There's got to be clearing. You got to plant some food. Maybe some clover. Maybe whatever grows up there naturally after you clear it, maybe maybe that'll work. Where I live, you mostly get like multifloral jaggers and stuff, which is useless to everything. Um, so it, you really need to plant something, or you're just going to have to keep mowing it and that's not really fun. So you need to clear a little area. I mean, an eighth of an acre can be enough. Clear it. uh, Clear a little more than you need, and then just let a part of the sides grow up. And if you've got part of that little area opens in the hardwoods, and and part of it goes in the heavy cover, and you plant some clover there, you have done a huge amount of, of work in terms of Turning that land into ideal Turkey territory. They've got places to hide, they've got something to eat, they've got an open area to play in, they've got woods that they can lounge and loaf in. They can move around easy. Um those are things you can do with for very little money. I mean a chainsaw, you know, like well, I don't you know I need to get farm planning equipment. No, you need a weed whacker. Cut down the trees or whatever you need to cut down, clear your little area. Get in there with the weed whacker. Well, first clear out all the sticks and and you know, all the wood and stuff like that and anything that's too heavy. And then literally what I do, I get a weed whacker, not a huge one, but your your average size plus weed whacker with a nice heavy line on it. You know, some some high grade, heavy duty line. Doesn't have to be expensive, just heavy. And just put that weed whacker head down it and just keep going down until you hit dirt. And that that weed whacker will just strip away everything till you start churning up dust into the air. And you can literally, I mean, an eighth of an acre, you can clear out to the dirt in an hour or two in many cases and situations. Just take that weed whacker and just keep going down. Yeah, you're going to go through some line. That's why you buy a hundred foot spool for ten bucks, and if you go through ten feet, oh well, who cares? You know, you just weed whack that thing down and just keep putting that head down until you're hitting dirt and it's making dirt, and you you can rake away all of the the dead stuff that you weed whacked out, or you can just leave it on as cover for the seed. Get yourself some white clover any super high-end industrial bioengineered or organic whatever your preference get that seed down preferably before it's going to rain and then you are good to go you know when you want to plant is going to depend on your area Um, you know spring or fall are usually the best times but it doesn't take a whole lot of time until you've got a patch of field Of clover and that clover is going to help keep all that other junk from growing up so it's going to help keep that area open it's going to help keep um, other things from taking over it's going to give food it's going to stay low most varieties of clover they don't really grow much more than a foot or two high so that is perfect in many situations it's in early spring that's exactly you know it's not going to be that high in the early spring by the by the end of may which is our turkey season it's probably going to be up to its full height if you get a lot of rain which is exactly what you want because now that's ideal for poults to play and hide in and all sorts of things Uh, it's also going to be just so happens to be great deer habitat um just so happens to be great habitat for a lot of things so little things you can do don't have to spend a lot of money you need a weed whacker you can do it with a rake you can it's just going to be more work and more energy and you know you just have to break up that ground a little bit because you want seed to hit dirt that's the biggest thing you don't have to bury it you don't have to get it down into the dirt with clover just seed hits dirt that'll do it that's enough you can come back in and double seed it later after you get an initial spring up and it's creating a little bit of shade and then if you want to, you can overseed next year or frost seed it and you know whatever to tell it's as thick as you want it to be because it's cheap. The seed's cheap. And once you get it planted, once you get it established, it'll grow for years. You don't have to keep planting it every year. You don't have to fertilize it every year. You don't have to do nothing. You may, you can mow it if you want to, or you can just tend it a little bit to to keep it the way you want it. But in most cases, once it takes, you can just forget about it. So, those are our three things right there you can do. Now, there's lots of other things, right? Turkeys need a place to, to roost. They like tall hardwoods. They like tall trees with big branches. Well, nothing you can do about that. They're either on your property or they're not. So, don't cut down roosting trees if you can help it, or don't cut down all of them. But if you don't have any, you can still draw turkeys from other places that roost elsewhere, that have water elsewhere onto your property. If you've got cover and you've got open area and you've got food, turkeys will cover significant distance to to be in places like that. So, you know, there's all sorts of things that can be done, but those are three easy, inexpensive things that a new hunter can do, and you can see results within a year. Uh, you know, you can plant. You could do all that work in the fall one year, and come springtime that clover greens right up. You've got a fresh, green, lush patch. You've got cover starting to grow out, or you could do it in the spring. Uh, great time to do it, I think, is right after turkey season. You get finished hunting. You've got no worries about spooking anything. You can get all that put in, you know, pretty quickly. Uh, Things like that. So, Till next time, make sure you guys head to the newhuntersguide.com for show notes, more episodes. You know, we've done a lot of episodes on turkey hunting, a lot of the basics, a lot of tactics, a lot of strategies. And this is the first episode in what I'm planning to be just a string of turkey hunting episodes. So head to the website, newhuntersguide.com for other episodes, for information in the show notes for this episode. Until next time, God bless you guys and go get them in the woods.